and welcome to another podcast with me, Susie Hasler of Styled by Susie. I have a new microphone this week. I thought I would level up with my podcast skills and my last microphone I've had for years. So I hope I haven't listened to this yet. I've done a few tests, but um, I hope this isn't too ASMR for you um, and you can't hear every <sighs> of my breathing. <laughs> um yeah, it's great to hear how many of you are listening to the podcast. Honestly, it makes me so happy. Um, I have clients listen, I have members listen, I have brand new people that haven't worked with me yet listen. So hello to all of you. I'm really particularly excited about this week's episode because I think it's something that can help everybody, whether you haven't had a style analysis or whether you had a style analysis last month, or you had one 10 years ago when you first started with me. I feel this can help everybody, so I'm really, really excited about this. So I've got to tell you something first though, big news, I cleaned my car. The postman gave me such shame about it, I cleaned it, and you know what, he did me a favour, because would I have done it hungover on Sunday? Probably not. So uh, yeah, it's out there right now, I can see it, in all its sparkling yellow glory. So uh, yeah, that's all done. So hopefully we won't get any interruptions today, but who knows? So today's podcast is all about creative thinking. Now, creativity is something that doesn't come naturally to a lot of people. And I have a theory around this, which I'm going to share with you today. And before I get started on this, I do want to say that there are exceptions to these rules. I am going to be speaking quite generally because I think, you know, I do see some exceptions to the rules, but I think it's a really interesting subject. And this is the stuff that you don't get taught when you do your styling qualification. These, I guess all the things I share with you in my podcasts are things that I have learned over 10 years of working with clients in person. Because I, while you can get a great amount of experience working online with clients, you really, you learn so much when you work in person with somebody. And yeah, I'm really, really excited to share this with you. So just remember, I'm not generalizing everybody when I talk about this, there are some exceptions, but here we go. So do you struggle with creative thinking? So it's known that different brains work in different ways and that's what makes us all so weirdly so wonderful. Now, if you're mostly analytical and methodical in your thinking, you're said to be left-brained. If you tend to be more creative or artistic, you're thought to be right-brained. So for example, my husband is 100% a left brain thinker. He's great at planning, organising. He has a very mathematical brain. He studied engineering at university and he's now a secondary school maths teacher. So, you know, I mean, God, you couldn't get a couple doing (laughs) a completely opposite job, right? So me, on the other hand, I'm a right brain thinker. I'm a little bit more disorganised, to put it lightly. I lean towards a much more artistic side. And if my son asks for help with his homework, if it's English or art, I'm there. If it's maths or science, I pass that back to my husband. So clients of mine who 
are also right brain thinkers tend to be those in those artistic roles. So they could be marketeers, graphic designers, interior designers, some are musicians. You know, I've got a few clients that are piano teachers, actresses. I've got a few um, actress clients. If you're a right brain thinker, you tend to find creativity much easier and less overwhelming. For my left brain clients, who are usually in roles such as accountancy, finance, law, science, doctors, they can struggle more with visualisation and creative thinking. So, for example, they love a shop that shows you how an outfit looks on a mannequin because they struggle to know, they struggle to picture it in their head, is what I'm trying to say. You know, visualising an outfit in your head is much easier to do if you have a right brain way of thinking. Now, the advantage of thinking in a left brain way is once they get the hang of their of how to dress their shape and what colours suit them, etc., they take to it really easily. But I find that they're the ones that can actually struggle more with pushing their creativity boundaries. So they're more they, they struggle to know how to sort of take it to the next the next level. So visualising outfits and perhaps taking the next step with mixing prints, mixing styles together, and even using a tool such as Pinterest can be overwhelming if you're somebody that doesn't find visualising particularly easily. So how do we get started with thinking creatively about our wardrobes? And this could be whether you're left-brained or right-brained. So many clients I meet say that they worry about getting things wrong. Now, I'm here to tell you, and this is why I'm starting with this, there is no right or wrong with style. I, I cannot emphasise that enough. And I think that's something that a lot of people think, don't realise that's how we think as stylists. They think we're going to say, you're doing this wrong. This is wrong. This is right. It's not that black or white. There is no right or wrong. And your style analysis will tell you the colours that will bring out the best in your complexion. But if you still want to wear a colour that's not on your recommended palette, that's not going to be wrong. Um, most importantly with style, it's the importance of it feeling right for you. So it's not what's on trend. It's not what everyone's wearing on Instagram. And it's not what you feel you should be wearing for your age, shape, lifestyle, etc. All those other labels that we put on ourselves. So realising there's no right or wrong for your style is such a liberating place to start because you can breathe. <sighs> Come on, breathe it with me. <sighs> this is an ASMR session. You can breathe a sigh of relief. There is no klaxon that's going to go off when you walk into River Island or you try on something that is out of your comfort zone. I've told you before, nobody else cares. Most importantly, you need to feel confident in what you wear. It needs to feel like a second skin. And as much as Instagram and Pinterest can be wonderful tools, they can also be massively overwhelming. And I can assure you that they're not the only places that you can find creativity and inspiration because after all, we've had hundreds of years of style, trends, fashions, and in Tudor times, they didn't have Pinterest. Not that we take our style inspiration from Tudor times, but you know what I mean. That was a bad example. Ignore that. Um, so as I've mentioned before, inspiration is all around you. It's not just in your phone. 
it's in the books you read, it's the programmes you watch, it's your walks in nature, people in the street, art in galleries, just heading to your local city and checking out an art gallery or exhibit will give you inspiration. Are there any colour combinations that inspire you? Or perhaps when you're on a walk in nature, how does the sky look? Is there, are there beautiful sunset colours that you can incorporate into your autumn coloured wardrobe? You know, the oranges mixed with the yellows and the, the salmon pinks. The TV programmes you watch. Is there a really sassy main character that always seems confident and you'd love to sort of steal a bit of, of their look and their confidence? If anything, stepping away from your phones can give you more inspiration. And I love nothing better than heading down to Brighton or to London for a day. Brighton in particular is one of those places where anything goes. You could wear any outfit, you could have your hair any colour, you could have 20,000 piercings on your face and no one even bats an eyelid. I love it. And I love the confidence and the authenticity that comes from people in Brighton. It's not somewhere that you go to be seen, if you know what I mean. Somewhere you go to feel something and it's somewhere you go to be almost part of a vibe down there. I love it. And um, I know this may not translate well if you live in a smaller village and people would stare at you if you had 20,000 piercings in your face, but how can you take just little bits of creativity from how you see somebody dress? Um, you don't have to copy it from head to toe, like I'd not recommend copying Pinterest from head to toe, but the way it makes you feel, the way somebody walks in that style, or the way a painting, a song or a film makes you feel. So here's another example. So take Frida Kahlo. Now we all know I love Frida Kahlo. So much so that my client's daughter yesterday, who's eight years old, had drawn a picture of Frida for me. She was at school. Um, but she knew that I was coming and um, she drew it over the weekend. How cute is that? So there's many reasons I love Frida. And to be honest, I've always for years been fascinated by her. I never really knew anything about her. I used to see pictures of her and she was she just always, always got my attention. And it was about 18 months ago I read more about her and kind of just, she's, just unbelievable. I, I recommend reading about her or listening to podcasts about her because she's such an interesting person. And actually, she spent much of her life in excruciating pain. So she was in a devastating accident in her early years. Um, she was an adult, but she was impaled. There was a bus crash and she was impaled by an iron handrail during a bus accident. And this accident killed many passengers. It was absolutely terrible. And um, Frida dropped out of school because of her devastating injuries and she began painting. And she lay in bed in pain, this long recovery that she never really fully recovered from. Um, and she used herself as the muse and she used her pain to channel into her art and her clothing. And I just loved her use of colour. And I find it so hugely inspiring to incorporate into my own style. And what I find, I mean, this is, this is going a little bit deep, but knowing someone can create something so incredibly beautiful and her work has touched so many people over the years. 
knowing that someone can create something so beautiful through so much pain is incredible to me. And in a similar way, why can't we do that with how we dress? Why are we, this goes back to why are we waiting to feel perfect? Why are we waiting to have the perfect body shape, to feel 100% okay with our lives before we make an effort with our style? You know, you can be feeling pretty awful and, and you can channel that into something beautiful. And I find that massively inspiring. So the key with thinking creatively about your wardrobe is basically thinking, how else can I wear that? That's ultimately what it is. So for example, if you have some black wide leg trousers, with that one key basic that you may have thought or that you may have labelled as being work trousers, you can wear those with trainers and a slogan tee. You can wear them with a hoodie and a utility jacket. You could wear them with a blouse and heels, a body top and heels, a blazer shirt and brogues, a roll neck and loafers. See where I'm going? Another example, skinny jeans. We probably all have a pair. And when I go to clients' houses lately, they say, you know, I've, I've got some okay clothes, but I'm just bored. I'm in jeans and a jumper all the time. Now, there's absolutely nothing wrong with jeans and a jumper, but how can we change it up? And it's uninspiring when you wear skinny jeans every day with the same jumpers on rotation. So let's change it up a bit. So your skinny jeans, wear them with a shirt layered under a jumper. That could be a checked shirt, it could be a denim shirt, it could be a white shirt. Um, you could wear it under a crew neck jumper, you could wear it underneath a v-neck jumper, you could wear it under a sweatshirt. Possibilities are endless. Endless, sorry. Um, you could wear your skinny jeans with a striped top and a clashing print scarf. You could wear your skinny jeans with a t-shirt and a statement necklace. You could wear them with a pinstripe blouse, with a long cardigan and loafers, with trainers, a hoodie and a camo jacket, and the list goes on. So this is what I mean when I often say you already have the tools, even if you haven't been analysed yet. It's just thinking differently about how to connect them with one another. So it's creativity is putting items together that you may not necessarily think of. So once upon a time, somebody thought that pineapple and ham would go well on pizza. Some people don't agree with that. I do. It's one of my favourites. Love a Hawaiian. Peanut butter and jam. Once upon a time, someone put those combinations together. How can we do this with our style? So floral dress. Add a really hard edge with a pair of studded boots and a biker jacket. Add a pair of smart trainers to your smart suit trousers. Add a really glitzy bejeweled statement necklace to that band tee that you've had for years. Do leather leggings seem too dressy? Wear with a hoodie and trainers. So the best way to spark joy from your clothes is to think creatively. And it's easier than you'd think. Even if it doesn't come naturally to you, it's something that everybody can achieve. It's just trying to think slightly differently. It's mixing the sweet and the sour, the pineapple with the ham and the carrot with the cake. So if you're struggling for creative ideas, switch off Instagram, switch off Pinterest, get outside, read, watch old movies, new movies, head to a museum or a local art exhibition and make a playlist of songs that bring out a feeling in you. Could be folk music, could be house music, could be country and western music. 
play that music while you have an hour sorting out your wardrobe and mixing things up a bit. Who says that that item has to be workwear? Who says that that item has to be occasion wear? Because remember, every day is the occasion. So I really hope that this helps you to start thinking creatively about your outfits. And remember, as much as I've mentioned before the importance of accessories, accessories are the best way to update your look. They're a cheap way to update your look and they always fit. That's why I love accessories. Um, and yeah, it, it's a fun thing. It's a fun thing to collect and you can really that's a really fun way of starting to be creative. So there's lots of different ways you can do it. And remember, we are always on hand if you need any advice. We do online style sessions. So if you're a, if you're a, a sort of potential new client that's sussing us out for a bit first, an online style session is a great place to start. We offer online capsule wardrobes. We offer online accessory shops. So if you just wanted us to send you you know, we, we'd go deep diving into Etsy and finding really good pieces for you. We wouldn't just sort of go to accessorize. We'd really look for pieces that would um, appeal to your taste and your personality. So we offer lots and lots of different things for you. Check out the website styledbysusie.co.uk. And if you have any questions at all, feel free to drop me a DM on Instagram or email me at susie at styledbysusie.co.uk. Let me know how you get on with the podcast today, what you've learned, what you found interesting and what you're going to be trying. And I will catch you again next week. See you later. Bye.